0: Good morning, it's Friday, January 27th, and I should probably say good afternoon because all you guys listening in the afternoons uh, to evenings is what I'm seeing, but uh, I did want to start it out with a trend spider kind of quote-unquote warning. I guess I, I talked about bots yesterday. Um, I know uh, I personally do not trade with bots. Um, one of the listeners who does trade on TrendSpider with bots, uh, and he trades on other platforms as well, uh, said he wanted to alert people, just some disclosure that I discovered running bots with TrendSpider that you may want to mention to your viewers. Different exchanges sell their data to the TrendSpiders and trading views of the world and all of these other programs run off. So if you run a bot off TrendSpider, you really want to be making sure that you're TrendSpider data matches the data with your broker. Paper trading testing was outperforming every asset, but once I switched to live trading, I realized it's not purchasing and selling orders at the specified price of TrendSpider's bot because it doesn't match my broker. So if you run a bot, make sure it's being run off of, uh, off I would say, a four-hour, one-day candle. Uh, unless trend spiders' data coincides with the brokers, don't day trade. So he's warning you about bots. Um, I, I would warn you about bots too, this particular listener. I've talked to him before, and I, I have told him I don't trust bots. I don't trade as bots. Uh, I know I said you can trade as a bot. You can do it. I mean, test it out. I've tested it out before. I just don't trust it. What's nice about the algorithm that I said I would trade on a bot with um, with the 65 minute, uh, where we said, Hey, over the eight, eight day EMA, um, and buy it when it crosses up, uh, sell it when it crosses down. What's nice about that one is it's a 65 minute candle. So I can get a text during the day when I want to do that. Um, one person posted in the private Facebook group about COMS, um, being in a short squeeze. It does seem like COMS is in some type of a short squeeze. The volume is super, super um, high. The 10-day volume is 63 million shares. The 90-day volume is 59 million shares. It's in a slide right now. This one is trading at $0.09. I would worry about that a little bit. I, I don't think that you get into this one uh unless you're willing to, you know, trade it within like a five minute kind of thing. The candles are super tight. Uh this one, they're talking about it on, on stock twits about, you know, being short and going to 40 cents. I just don't see it. I just don't see it. And again, I I, I have in my notes should I talk about the short short squeezes. It's a Friday. Guys, if you want to play the short squeezes, play the short squeezes. Um there's one that Sherry in the uh uh on uh our YouTube Right now, she's been uh, trading this one, A-K-A-N. Uh, This is just legendary, by the way. Uh, Got in early this morning at like 40 cents. It's now at 53 cents. I'm sorry, it was at 36 cents. Sorry, I'm getting a bunch of phone calls here. I'm turning that off. Um, But I got 36 cents down here. So you're at 53 cents right now. Uh, It's still moving up. So I kind of do that. Now, I was... Uh, kind of joking a little bit um with uh Kathy Woods my you know Arc K her fund. Uh and this is where it goes into hey you've got to understand it's all about timing. Uh K is up year to date. I think it's like 20 something percent. Um and god, you know CNBC is just horrible. Uh I just don't like their website sometimes. I love doing their comparison, but sometimes it just doesn't work. Um, uh, but when, when you look at year to date, uh, ARC K, which is her flagship, is up 38%. Okay. If we compare, oh, I'm sorry, uh, well, let's compare it to Berkshire.b, which is Warren Buffett. So uh, ARC K is up 25% year to date, 24% year to date fluctuates between 24 and 25 with live trading Um, berkshire b is up zero percent or one percent before it was up one percent so it's just you know at zero percent it's all about timing if we go to one year though uh arc k is down 44 percent and berkshire is just at zero percent if we go to a five-year chart um berkshire b is up 45 percent and K is down three percent That's where the difference between buying and holding um, and uh, trading is. Because if I put in Apple into this same comparison, over five years, Apple is up 224% versus both of those. uh, RK being down 3% and Warren Buffett being up 45%. If I go to the one year, uh, then Berkshire B is still at 0%. Apple is at minus nine percent, and Arc is at minus 44. If you go to year to date, Arc is up 25, Apple is up 12, and Berkshire is at zero. It's all about timing when you look at these things. And so my point being, take a look at the timing of, of the things in your portfolio, because if things aren't working, it's not too late to get out, it's not too late to get in. it's all about timing. Um, Chevron reported this morning and their earnings were weak and they're getting a ton of political backlash, uh, for their buyback yesterday and for their increase in dividends and blah, blah, blah. Um, our earnings per share $4.09 versus a $4.38 estimate sales for 556.47 5, billion versus a 54 billion estimate. So their sales were up earnings per share down. Yeah. It's doing, let's see, where's CVX right now? Um, uh, I'm making sure that I'm on CVX. Let's look at CVX. CVX is, man, I wish Pro worked well. 182, down 2%. Um, It is not part of the core portfolio. Instead, I have Exxon as part of the core portfolio. I have Oxy as part of the core portfolio. I have MPLX as part of the core portfolio. I have Devon as part of the core portfolio. In fact, Devon is up 1.63%. Oxy is up 0.75%. Um, MPLX is up 0.52%. Exxon is down 0.3%. So Chevron just ran too much. Uh the earnings were were not justified. I have a feeling you're coming back into the 170s on Chevron. It's just super, super high. Um, that's all it is, but they did come out with their earnings and everything was fine. James wanted me to go over DO. I don't even know what DO is. Diamond Offshore Drilling. Um, let's see what this one. Ooh, that chart looks nice. $10.19 is where the algorithm got you in. It's it's funny because it got you in at $8.98. Got you out with a 6% gain on a kind of button hook here. But it got you right back in at 10 19 You're at 11 77 the RSI is pretty high at 63. The MACD's crossing down uh, indicates that maybe you're starting to get a button hook here. I'd probably it's still kind of on that nine day. It's not above the nine day. Um, I would say if we pull back to 1150 or so and you get closer to that 21, you might want to cut it loose. Um, but it, it doesn't show any confirmation of a huge button hook. Their earnings are coming up on February 10th. If I look at some of the fundamentals of this one, uh, D.O., they're not making money. Their forward P.E. is super high at 73. Uh, Price to sales, 1.36. So they're on the verge of making money. Year to date, they're up 12%. Uh, Performance for one year, it doesn't even look like they've been a stock for one year, blah, blah, blah. There's no coverage of this thing. Um, There's no insider buying. There's no insider selling. There's nothing. So I'd trade it. It's just probably not enough information to say, hey, hold through earnings. If you've bought this one early on at 10, take your 10, 20%. Take it and be happy. Um, Because if I just look at, let's look at a weekly. If we look at a weekly, yeah, it's brand new new stock. You're trading well above the nine day up there. Um, The volume perspective looks like it. The MACD hasn't even really created a strike line. Um, but if we look at a daily on this one, let's look at a daily, your 200 day just started and it's down around eight, uh, and you're trading at 11. The volume shelf, if I even just, um, let's pull this one back to kind of May 11th. Uh, nobody's holding up here. Everybody's holding around eight. So I wouldn't hold this one through earnings, James, to be honest with you. So Fridays, what we do is we recap. Um, I change the format and we're going to recap the week um, from the scans. And some of the scans that we saw um, on Monday, Qualcomm was the first one that came up. And Monday was, I think, the 20, 23rd. Let's go back to Monday's um, price. It was the 23rd right here. Uh, and it was a secondary cross-up at 122 Had you bought, you're at 130, 133 right now and you still have confirmation. Even with bad Intel earnings. Um, which by the way, took it on the chin. I thought the chips would be down, but it looks like Qualcomm's got a green candle. Qualcomm's earnings are coming up next week, February 2nd. Um, their ex-dividend date is later in the month, March 1st. Um, so, But they, that that MACD is flying way up. The RSI is at 72. I would not get into this one. I think with their earnings, um, if they have anything to say that's similar to Intel, uh, which they might, but Probably not. Qualcomm's just a much better run company. Uh, you could see it gap down here to the 125 to 122. I think if it gets closer to that 200 day at 120, I think you pulled the trigger. I, I, I think chips have just come out of this and, and they're doing pretty well. Uh, XLK, which is the technology sector. On Monday, we had a cross up. And this one on Monday, we go back to the 23rd. This one was trading at 131. You're at 136 now. Pretty good cross-up. Square had a bad week. Um, and Square uh, had a downgrade, but it looks like it wasn't hurt too much by it. Um, we go to the 23rd, and you're trading at 76, and you're at 82. Pretty good cross-up. You know, Again, if you're looking for an entry into this, that was a secondary cross-up because you're still in. Um, block uh, at 61, and you're at 82. So that was the secondary cross-up. Some of our Vanguard indexes that crossed up, VXUS, and again, this is just Monday, VXUS uh, on Monday, if we go to the 23rd, you were selling at 55.80, you're at 56.59, pretty good. Again, you're looking for entries. This one had entries earlier at 52.00. Um, so it was a secondary cross up. Uh, another sector, a spider sector, XLC, the communication services. This one crossed up. It's a secondary cross up. The initial cross up was back here on December 27th at 47. The secondary cross up crossed up and the uh, you trading at 53 or 55? I'm at 5% gain in a day. Palantir crossed up. And I just went over Palantir for Brandon on um, on YouTube. This one's a trade in my mind. Uh, And on Monday, the 23rd, you were trading at $6.99. You're at $7.30. It got all the way up to, uh, it looks like $7.45. So not a horrible trade. But again, Palantir, I think it's a trade. Didn't look too promising. It got you in at $6.45 way back in December. So it was a secondary cross-up. Splunk had a cross-up. <clears throat> and I think this is a secondary cross-up. Yeah, $89 was the initial cross-up. This is a secondary cross-up. And on the 23rd, you were trading at $90. You're at $96. 5%, 6% gain in a week, and you still have confirmation. Pretty good. Netflix is one that, uh, you know, after earnings, they had this nice cross-up. You got gaps on the way down here. Um, the 23rd. Here you were selling for $340. Today you're at $363. Um, I've said that you're coming to fill this other gap in at $350. You've filled this gap. That gap at 344 is completely filled. There's another gap here, I think, way back um, that ha- still has to be filled at 508 Probably in the crosshairs at some point in time. Intuit, um, INTU. This is the TurboTax and Mint.com. Uh, I personally use Mint.com. I love Mint.com. Uh, it had a cross-up here on January 23rd at $400.73. You're at $416 right now. 1.6% gain, somewhere around there. You know, pretty good gain. Um, so you know, those are Monday. And one last one is our South Park favorite, Shitty Group. This was a secondary cross-up. You had an initial cross-up here at $44 on December 23rd. You're at $51 right now. Uh, Pretty good move. Still has confirmation. The MACD is super high. The RSI is at 69 But those were Monday scans. Then we have Tuesday scans. Costco. Uh, Just simple cost is the symbol. And Costco is over $500. Uh, I wanted this one at four fifty. I didn't get it at four fifty. I'm kicking myself I didn't get it at four fifty. It's at five o six on Monday, the twenty third. This one traded down to four seventy seven. Could have gotten it at four seventy seven, which is a nice what seven eight percent gain. Uh, Simon Property Group. Uh, which is a owner of malls. Uh, if you haven't been to outlet malls, this one's up 0.57% today. Uh, this was a secondary cross-up on January 23rd, um, and it looks like we were selling at 123. You're at 127 right now. Their earnings are coming up next week, February 6th. I kind of expect them to say, hey, consumer over the holidays was shopping. Um, it's usually what they say. Uh, during the January call I followed this one for quite a while quite a big dividend on that one by the way too SPG uh, Viper or Venom Energy VNOM this one had a cross up and it was a secondary cross up you were trading at $32 it's at $33 um, not a huge move uh, The this was a secondary cross up the initial cross up was at $31.40 Not enormous. You got a big spike yesterday uh, of selling that kind of brought it down. uh, Broke the nine day. Um, You know, it is what it is on that one. Uh, Energy has kind of just moved a little bit. Uh, In our levered ETFs, UM, Mary, David, David, UMDD. This is a secondary cross up. This is a mid cap um, bull ultra pro. $17.79 was the buy here on December 27th. This was a secondary cross-up on January 23rd, and it sold for $20.60. You're at $21.54. Not a bad move. Not a bad move at all. 5% in a week. UMDD. URTY, which is um, uh, ProShares Ultra Pro uh, of the Russell 2000. On January 23rd at 9.30, you were selling at $43, $43.92. You're at $47.48 right now. Ultra Pro of the Russell. Uh, some of our Vanguard ones that had a cross-up on Tuesday. Vanguard MidCap, VO. Uh, VOO is the S&P. VO is the mid cap. This one was a secondary cross-up. You had an initial cross-up in December at 2.05. Uh, on January 23rd. You were selling at 213 today. You're at 218. Again, you're just looking for entries into the Vanguard ones. Um, Another Vanguard one on Tuesday, VB, which is the small cap. Um, This one on January 23rd, it looked like it had pulled back on the 19th. January 23rd, you were selling at 194. Uh, You this was the secondary cross up. You were in at 183. You're 199 right now, about to cross 200. So, again, looking for an entry into that one, that was a pretty good one. eBay, um, this one, look, I told you, looked like a $50 stock. And on January 23rd, uh, it was selling at 46 I said it looked like a $50 stock. It did not cross 50 It got to $49.47 on January 26th. And today, January 27th, it's at $49.52. Um, I said I thought it would run, but it's had quite a run. I didn't know if it was a secondary cross up. The initial cross up was at 41.45. If you got in at 41.45, you're doing really well, and you still have confirmation. So eBay was clear, and then on Wednesday we got Bank of America. Uh, this is in our core portfolio. It is up today. It's at 35.54. On January 25th we got a cross up here at 34.30. So you're up a buck. Not bad. Pfizer, we had a cross up and this was a beaten down stock. And I said, I wasn't sure where this one was going. Uh, I warned you about this one. 45.03 was the buy-in. 44.29. Here's the, the kicker on this one, though. You got the dividend. So you got the dividend. You lost some money. Their earnings are coming up next week, January 30th, early in the week. It doesn't have confirmation. I warned about this one because it's below the nine day. It's just gotten beaten all the way down from 51. Remember, governments aren't buying the, um, the, the, the vaccine. So they're, they're taking a little bit of a hit. Less of a hit than Moderna, which is a one-shot pony. Um, SCO, which is uh, the triple levered um, short of oil. Oil futures, Bloomberg oil futures. Uh, this one was a buy at 2330. Unfortunately, it's down at 2254. Energy's had a pretty good week so far. Um, so I didn't buy this one. I thought it looked good. I mean, it really it looked like it broke that nine day, but it's lost confirmation. Do not hold this one in the weekend. If you got into this one because of me, get out of it. Don't hold it through the weekend. I would say just sell it at you know if you can get it up to 23 today that'd be great um it right now it's at 2254 uh, I would get out of that one just who knows what's going to happen over the weekend uh, and you don't want to hold one of those SRTY this is the other one that I thought looked really good it's the short of the Russell 2000 um and ironically we have a cross up today of um UTRY which is the opposite of this one um, and this one 44 88 today you're in at 42 you're at 4206, so you've lost money in this one. I thought this one, you know, again, remember, don't listen to a guy on the internet. Uh, Vig was our um vanguard, which is the dividend appreciation, which I actually liked this one. Um, this one had a cross up um one fifty three uh 153. 53 you're at 155 right now, and it pays a huge dividend. What's the dividend on this? I think it's four or five percent. Um, 1.91. Ooh. Oh, dividend appreciation. Huh. So it's a 1.91 percent. I thought it was bigger than that for some reason. Um, Cisco. Cisco's one that you just kind of, you know, it's not super flashy, not super great, but it's grown more than other technology. It's kind of like IBM. Uh 47.98 was where you got in. Today you're at 48.36. Their earnings are coming up February 15th, couple of weeks. Nothing and I, I think I believe I said this. It's nothing super exciting. ATVI, Activision Blizzard. This is a $95 stock because that's what uh Microsoft wants to buy it at. We had a cross up at 75. I say it's under the 200 day. Probably not a bad bet. You're at 75.51 hasn't moved a whole hell of a lot it's got confirmation uh, I wouldn't expect this one. Your cap on this one, your tops is ninety five bucks. probably won't hit that anytime soon because of uh all of the lawsuits that are going on a v g o which is Broadcom Communications, which is a great, great chip company in an ascending triangle five seventy seven sixty seven was the buy in you're in at $597 right now. It's touching that 600 And it's got all the confirmation in the world. So AVGO. Um, and that, that was our Wednesday scans. Thursday, our scans brought us to J&J, which again, remember, um, you know, governments are kind of cutting healthcare. care. $169.55. If you bought at $169.55, I don't think it's a bad entry price. I think you're fine. Honestly, I think you're fine. This is one you hold for a few years. Look at the Macd way down there. yet yeah, you're at 16827 today. But if you didn't buy enough, buy a little bit more. Your, your, your floor here is at about 167. I can't guarantee you that it's going to go down to 167, but that's where it is. By the way, Nvidia over 200. Uh, Meta over 150. So J and J. Pepsi was our next and uh, sorry. My ADD caught me. But Pepsi um, is, is another one that 171.63, I had mentioned, it while it had a button hook and it looked good, I hold this one. I don't trade this one. Um, this is one. I love cola. So I've owned both Pepsi and Coke. Uh, you got a gap down here between 164 and 166. If you're holding at 171, not horrible. I, I bought probably much higher. I think my dividend was reinvested up here at about 180. I'm not too worried about it. It'll get back up there. But that gap was kind of moving there. Um, the earnings are coming up February 8th. Not a bad one. KOLD had a cross up. And we have seen huge moves in this one. You're finally getting some type of button hook on this four hour. This was a secondary cross up. On January 23rd, you were trading at $44. You got all the way up to $54. You had your 10% move. If you bought this on the scan on Thursday, you got it. You got it. I mean, you got your move. So KOLD was one that, that went. UDAO, which is an ultra of the Dow 30. Um, this was on just yesterday. And uh, fifty you're at $60.59. Pretty good move. I mean, again, it's, it's, it's not meant to be a day trade. This is meant to be a, a swing trade. I, you've got the momentum. Particularly, I would probably sell this today. I don't necessarily would hold it through the weekend, but I don't think you're crazy. Um, you know, it, American Express is up 10% today. That's kind of what's holding up the Dow. Uh, some of our Vanguard VYM, which is the high dividend yield. This was the one that I thought was high dividend, <clears throat> high dividend yield, one ten nineteen trading at one ten fifty. This one's not going to move a whole hell of a lot because it's a dividend play. VYM pays three point seven nine percent, pretty good dividend. So it's it's just you know you kind of just hanging above that two hundred day. Um, under a hundred would be a great play on this one. Don't know that you're necessarily going to get it, but XLP, which is the spider sector for consumer staples. I went over this one yesterday. Um, it looks like it's using that 200-day as its support level. 73.25, today, today you're at 72.78. Um, so ABV, I went over yesterday. Um, we, we kind of looked at this one yesterday. You can listen to yesterday's podcast crossed under the 200 day has no confirmation whatsoever. 147.92, you're at 147.09. I would expect it down at the 145, uh, maybe even the 143 levels just based on those volume shelves. The MACD is super far down. The RSI is at 27. Um, it can go down even further. Mondelez is one that we went over yesterday. MDLZ. And this is one that you could buy into it's broken the ascending triangle sixty four eighty five was the buy today you're under the two hundred day and I'm sorry the nine day You have no real confirmation their earnings are coming up next week. I would expect to see pretty good earnings out of this one uh if you go long term uh and you look at a weekly chart of this one, it's kind of close to that fifty day sixty three might be your bottom on this one. If for some reason you can see heading into earnings last time, they popped on earnings uh, on the last one. Uh, You can see it went all the way from 50 up to 60, almost 70. So uh, I would expect them to be doing fairly well. So today's scans, ones that I think that you could buy and hold over the weekend um, that have crossed up and show some confirmation, Oxy, O-X-Y, this is Occidental Petroleum. Their earnings are coming up February 27th. Uh, this one has just crossed the 200-day, which is the 66, Should have some continued confirmation. Oil is one of those things with Chevron kind of announcing their buyback, announcing their, um, their dividend increase. They're seeing some, some problems politically. So Oxy may have some type of problems, you know, just kind of getting lumped in there. So I don't know that we're going to necessarily see them pump. Their earnings um, to say, hey, we're the greatest thing since ever. Um, Target is one. This is a secondary cross up. I said down here at 143. I think it's an absolute buy. This was December 27th. Uh, I did not sell this as part of my um, capital gains uh, my tax loss harvesting uh, just because I don't think it's done. I think you've got this 177 right in the crosshairs here to fill this gap. Uh, It's got super, super strong momentum. You've got your dividend X date coming up February 14th. Valentine's Day, give Target a kiss. February 27th is their earnings. Uh, I think you could buy this one and hold one. Uh, I own at a um, higher price. Uh, I'm sorry, lower price. I think I bought it 111, but it's been years. And I've I've slowly uh, gotten into that one. Goldman Sachs today crossed at 354. It's you can clearly see it's using this 200 day at 342. Their book value is 300. And back here when it was just below 300 back in October, I said buy this all day long. Um, You know, you went all the way up almost to 400 with a 20% gain in the algorithm here. Uh, You've since come back down. I think that 200 day is providing you support. Uh, and I think it's it's probably a business that's pretty good uh, in our core portfolio. Again, these are all in our core portfolio, um, and that's on TrendSpider. But Devon Energy is one that also crossed up in our core portfolio. It's a secondary cross up. The buy here at sixty one uh, back in January sixth was the buy. Um, you haven't you've just kind of touched the two hundred day. I would expect it back above the two hundred day. I would expect it back at $72 level. I think you can add to it. Since it's a secondary cross-up and the RSI is at $66, if you want to get in on this one, I would just add smaller batches. You do have confirmation, so I would just add a small batch. Say you want, you want to own $1,000. Say you want to own $100 of this. Buy $20 of it today at $66. You, you know, your earnings are coming up February 14th. Again, kiss, kiss Devin. Uh, how much better, more romantic can you get? Uh, I posted this one on our uh, the pri- private Facebook group, Won, uh $12.19 for DRN. This is the triple levered real estate uh, bull. So we're expecting the real estate market to go up. This is a secondary cross-up. The $10 mark back here on December 29th was the, the time to buy um, because you're at 12 39 You've made 20%. Kudos to you. In a month, you've made 20% on this triple levered real estate. Even while real estate is considered going down, this one has gone up. So uh, U-T-R-Y. Wait. uh, Where is our... I know this is an ultra pro. So let me go into our levered ETFs. Um, U-R-T-Y. I just went too fast on that one URTY, which is the ultra pro russell 2000 this is a secondary cross-up again i think this was earlier in the week as well um but it's just kind of crossing up but it's still got confirmation at 46 the algorithm got you in at 37 you're doing really really well on this one based on the algorithm uh vwo which is a vanguard uh emerging markets this is a secondary cross-up This one just has had a huge run in the month of January. Got you in December 29th at about $39, 39. $39.44. You're at $42 right now. This is a Vanguard. So you're just looking for entries. It's a secondary cross-up. I don't know that I'd necessarily add to this one right now. The RSI is kind of at 67. It's a little bit overbought right now. So VWO, uh, I would kind of eh, maybe not get in. Another secondary cross-up that we had earlier in the week VB, this was a Tuesday one, uh, which crossed up. This is another cross up. The RSI is super high, uh, 199. It looks like it's crossing that 200. I don't know that I'd necessarily enter into this one, but again, it's, it's kind of a Vanguard and you're just looking to get in. VNQ, to go along with our DRN, uh, this is the Vanguard real estate sector ETF. Uh, the initial buy in was in December at $82. You're at $89 right now. This is a secondary cross-up. The RSI is super high at 65. I don't know that I'd necessarily get into this, but the fact that DRN and VNQ, both of them, I mean, real estate market might be getting ready to uh, either crash or move up significantly. XLV, which is healthcare, has crossed up. And the cross-up is at 133.77. You're trading at 133.38 right now. This one goes with, um, and if you haven't gotten in, I don't know that it's necessarily too late, but UNH um, is one. It's been hovering between 485 and 490 for quite a while. Um, this, the algorithm has us in at 484.76. I think my average purchase was 485. I've added a couple of times at 485 uh, during this week. Um, I, the MACD is kind of low. It's not moving anywhere specifically, but you are seeing kind of a button hook here. So I'm slightly concerned if you're looking to trade this. If you're looking to own it, it is expensive. Just be aware. It is the most expensive healthcare name uh, that you can buy as far as healthcare managed providers. Um, the PE is 23. It's got a 1.34% dividend year to date. It's down 7% up 7% for one year. So it's kind of been floundering around. I've said under 500, you buy it. Over 500, you sell it. Um, But again, with XLV, uh, that one had a 133. And it looks like it's got some weakness going on today. So uh, I don't know that I'd necessarily get in the the RSI's in no man's land. I just brought it up because it crossed up. So I think that's it. If you have any questions, hit me up. uh oh, I wanted to go over Meta. <laughs> meta, it has just been nuts. Um, you know, with the, the talk of TikTok kind of being um uh you know uh given not allowed on on state devices and things, meta has quietly, and I mean you know, quietly, moved a ton and it's got this gap up here at 167 in its crosshairs right now. Uh, The algorithm. We had a buy on November seventh at ninety five dollars. You got out with a twenty two percent gain on December twenty eighth. But then two days later on December or one day later two days later December thirtieth got you back in at one eighteen. You're still in that one eighteen buy at one fifty. It's at one fifty. Their earnings are next week. The RSI is at seventy nine. The expectation for this company is not crazy high. Um, you know, if they, if they spent less on the metaverse, the PE on this is 14. If they spent less and they show some growth on their earnings, I can see this a $200 stock just on the day of the earnings performance year to date. You're up 22%. You're down 50% over one year. So your, your 52 week range is between 88 and 328. You're 54% below your 52-week high. You're 71% above your 52-week low. Um, Again, it's all about spend on this one. It's kind of like Amazon. Um, Amazon's the other one that I wanted to to show you. Amazon is going nuts. Uh, This one, $83 buy-in on December 30th. Um, And we can look at Amazon. The PE is super high. But like I told my friends, the PE on this one... Doesn't necessarily matter because they don't have a revenue problem. Uh, The company is doing better than ever as far as the revenue goes. The problem has been spending. And what's the easiest thing for a company or your personal budget to do? It's to cut spending. So they're cutting jobs. They're going to get this under control. They're going to, it's a better company. If we look at Amazon here and I go to a, let's go to a weekly chart. This takes you back to, uh, pandemic, you know, right before the pandemic, it was an $86 stock. That's where it dipped to at one Oh two. You're basically just in April when we were shut down and everybody had to order groceries. Um, does that seem like, you know, you got that pump. Uh, I bought, I bought way back. (laughs) Um, in this area, somewhere around this. So I, I'm I'm up. I'm holding. I haven't added to it. But that clear move right here at 102, if you just come up to the 50-day and you're at 121, that's a 20% move. In a company that you don't mind holding because they're going to get it right. Again, they the, their last one was 28 cents. Their earnings are coming up January 30th next week. So that that's kind of where I want to finish this one. The Friday recap, there are companies that you can absolutely invest in and hold over the weekend. Um, some of the day trading names like AKAN, uh, I don't know, you know, this was at 56 cents. Let's see where it is right now. It's at 45 cents, kind of lost its mojo a little bit. Those are the kind of companies you don't hold over the weekend. Uh, Amazon meta, you don't mind holding them over the weekend. Um, you know, Apple is up 0.85%. I got asked on uh, YouTube Live, am I switching? I, I think it's close to 40% of my portfolios in Apple. Am I looking to switch out of this though and because it's got such a huge run? I'm not looking to sell at all. It's still got confirmation. Their earnings are coming up. You know their earnings are going to be bad. That's baked into the stock. You know, uh, whether your, your grandmother is going to cook meatloaf or chicken this Christmas, it's priced in the market. Everything's already priced in the market. There's nothing that Apple can say that's going to, to uh, like shock the market. Now, will the, the market kind of bring the stock down if they say, hey, uh, we're not seeing the demand on the iPhone? Yeah, it's going to bring it down. But you know, you've got a pretty good base here at 120. If we look at the long term uh, of Apple and we go to a, um, let's go to a weekly, uh, you're under the 50 day. The last time you were under the 50 day was 2019 and that was at $40. You quickly moved up above the 50 day. You're quickly moving up above the 50 day. The 50 days at about 151, you're quickly getting there. Um, And the last time it moved under the 50 day, kind of just for semi extended was May of 2022. It took uh, until August to get back above the 50 day and then it dipped down again. So... Uh, I I just think it's using that 50-day as its support. If it gets down to this 200-day, buy it all day long. This company makes so much money. Um, Yeah. Costco, over 500. We went over this one. As earlier in the week, it was um, a a secondary cross-up. I made a mistake on this one. You know the other one that I made a mistake on, and I'm still kicking myself because it's up 4% today, is Tesla. Tesla up four percent today at one sixty six. I said yesterday, is it too late to buy? No. Did I buy anymore? Hell no. Could have gotten in around one forty. The algorithm has you in at one nineteen. You know when I sold? I sold at one nineteen. I sold right around the one twenty mark. Yeah, the other one that's up that that I should have been adding to a a bunch in the one twenty level and the one thirty level. Was Snowflake 135 was the buy in? You're 159, 160. I think my average purchase price right now is like 180 on this one, Uh, so I'm doing better than most. uh, And it's in a retirement account, so I'm just holding on to that one. The money's not going anywhere else. Uh, I don't want to trade in and out this one because this one's earnings are coming up. uh, Looks like probably March. Um, There's no catalyst, they just had their earnings back in November. So, there's no real catalyst. The MACD is kind of moving up. The RSI, super high at 67. I'll bide my time. NVIDIA is up over 200. I just added NVIDIA to the core portfolio. Uh, it's got too much momentum. It's too good. Their earnings are coming up on February 22nd. Even with Intel's horrible quarter, NVIDIA is moving up. Uh, this is Jim Cramer's favorite stock at about $600 a share. So, if you have any questions, hit me up. Have a great weekend. Uh, let me know your thoughts on anything. Uh, the Friday recap is just to kind of go over. If the market had taken a drop, then these, these kind of you know great calls would have been horrible. The market's really, really good right now. Um, I don't know for how long it will stay really, really good. Uh, and the Fed has a way of, of bringing that down. But with Microsoft kind of holding on through their, their mediocre earnings and a 5% move midday, um, I, I can't imagine that next week's earnings of Google, of, uh, of Apple, of Meta, I can't imagine these things you know bringing the market down, even if they have mediocre earnings. Uh, look at what Microsoft did. So any questions, hit me up. Thanks, you guys, Sam.